Hey, it's Bobby Richards, producer of the Business Made Simple podcast. Every episode of the show, we focus on coaching you through what's keeping you up at night when it comes to running and growing your small business. The overwhelm is real, especially when you feel trapped in the day-to-day operation or stressed, discouraged, and constantly second-guessing the plan you've implemented for growth. Well, in Donald Miller's new book, How to Grow Your Small Business, you'll get a proven six-step plan for growth so you can stop drowning in the details and finally start spending more time doing the things you truly love, both in your business and in your life. So if you are ready to experience freedom, flexibility, and growth for your small business, How to Grow Your Small Business is the book you've been waiting for. And if you pre-order How to Grow Your Small Business at growyoursmallbusiness.com right now, you'll get a free audio summary of the book delivered right into your inbox. Stop losing sleep worrying about whether or not you're growing your small business the right way and start using a proven plan that works. Just pre-order How to Grow Your Small Business at growyoursmallbusiness.com. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to tell you about the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast hosted by my friend Amy Porterfield and brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. With a focus on online business, including digital courses, list building, social media, content, and webinars, every episode of Online Marketing Made Easy is designed to get you more results with a whole lot less stress. Here are some great episodes to check out right now. Six fun strategies for a quick cash injection. On this episode, you'll learn how to invest in your business while having the extra cash on hand to make it happen. How to host a live virtual event that will wow your audience. On that episode, you can learn how you can pull off a live virtual event like a pro and why memberships are the future of online. Learn how to determine what kind of membership is best for your business, the recent changes memberships have faced, and what that means for you. If you are needing to break down big ideas and strategies into actionable step-by-step processes, listen to Online Marketing Made Easy wherever you get your podcasts. There's been a few years of my 51 years on this planet when I looked back and went, man, that was a fun year. So I kind of looked back on some of those great years that I had and I figured, what did I do? And I want to share some of what I learned today with you on the podcast. With that, I want to welcome you to the Business Made Simple Podcast brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. It's the only podcast that coaches you through a six-step plan to grow your small business. We do that by helping you build your business like an airplane. The cockpit is your leadership. We're going to talk a lot about that today because you're the person flying the plane. And if you're not balanced, you're going to crash that plane. The body is your overhead. The right engine is your marketing. The left engine is your sales. The wings are your products. And the fuel tanks are your cash flow. If you master the six parts of a small business, your business will fly far and fast. Every week, we help a business owner just like you optimize their airplane. I'm your host, Donald Miller. Last week's one-on-one coaching conversation gave you questions you need to answer to establish a healthy work-life balance. And this week, we're going to continue that conversation by taking it to the next level. I'm sure you have strategized and created a plan for your business to have its best year yet. But what about you? What steps are you taking to have your best year? That's what today's episode is all about. I'm here to coach you through a simple plan to make this your best year ever. 
Today, there are three ideas that I will coach you through, three principles to follow that will establish guideposts as you navigate the year and keep you on path to have what I think could easily be your best year yet. First of all, if you've never actually said, I want to have my best year yet, that's step number one, right? And then the other step is to do these three things. All right. The first thing is, if you want to have your best year ever, do your job. Do your job. You know, that used to be sort of like this offensive thing that your dad would say to you when you need to mow the lawn or whatever, or your coach would say to you and you're supposed to protect the quarterback. But many of us have kind of outgrown it, but I think we need to bring it back because it makes life so much more simple if you know what you're supposed to do. Because if you know what you're supposed to do, you can actually execute on what you're supposed to do. Now, all of us, everybody listening has a job description at their work. And because you're entrepreneurs, you know what the most important thing that you're supposed to do at work is. Mine is content creation. It's really important for me to do that. That is, you know, if there's a key performance indicator, if there's a job description, it's Miller has to write. However, we are crystal clear at work. And then we go home, we walk into the house, we have no idea what we're supposed to do here. We're just winging it right? We're just winging it. Play the kids a little bit, maybe call some friends, get together, you know, have some margaritas, maybe, you know, whatever. If you're single, you're married, you got two completely different lives. But what if you actually wrote a job description for yourself as a husband and a father, not just as a teammate at work, not just in your career, but as a husband and as a father, as a mother and a daughter, as a friend, if you're not married, you know, and so forth. What if you actually had job descriptions for the categories of your life? Now, I wouldn't go more than three, even though you've got lots of subcategories. For me, you know, it's my career. It's my the fact that I'm a dad and the fact that I'm a husband. And as a husband, I just want to bring life to my wife. That's it. That's my job. My job is to bring life to my wife. Now, I know that sounds a little bit vague, but think of all the things that you're intuitively not going to do when your job is to bring life to your wife, right? You're not going to walk in and go, my day sucked. You know, meanwhile, she's got vomit all over because the baby just, <laughs> she doesn't need that. So if, if that's my job and I need to do my job, uh, it just makes it a lot easier for me to know intuitively what to do with my life, right? Do your job. So assignment one, pick three areas of your life. Mine are husband, father, and teammate is what I call it. It's really my career. I'm on a team with 33 other people. So I've got a job on that team. That was the easiest. But you probably want to spend a little time on, on what your job description is as a mother or what your job description is as a friend. If you're not married, you're in a community of friends. Man, I wish I would have had a job description before I was married on, on how to live as a friend, how to do that. I mean, I think I did okay, but I would have done a much better job if I wouldn't have winged it. I was just winging it the whole time, getting together with people because I thought it'd be fun, you know? But if I had a job, I would know to do my job. Whenever you have a failure in a marriage and a team, and there, there are all sorts of reasons for that. I don't want to get judgmental here. God knows I don't want to get judgmental. However, usually somebody or a group of people or two people or five people or 10 people didn't do their job. That's usually the reason. I mean, anytime there's an accident that happens and they do forensic studies on whatever machine broke, they find somebody who either didn't do their job with the machine or didn't do their job with the parts that built the machine. Somebody didn't do their job. And how much easier is it to do your job if you actually have a job description? I just love it. It has actually helped me a great deal. So write a job description for three key areas of your life and then do your job. Now think about if you do your job, how much better your life is going to be. And you know why it's going to be better? It's not going to be just because you made more money. Yeah, it helps you live a better life if you've got some money. But man, there are so many depressed people with money. Forget it. You know what this whole thing is about. It's about relationships. And if you do your job, 
your relationships with your teammates are going to be better. If you do your job, your relationship with your friends and your community is going to be better. Your relationship with your kids is going to be better. Your relationship with your spouse is going to be better. Do your job because you can't have the best year you've ever had with broken relationships. All right. Number two, tackle a bucket list. What are three things that you're going to do this year? One of the best years of my life, I remember sitting on a dock up in British Columbia, reflecting on the previous 12 months and having trouble getting my head around the fact that it had only been 12 months because it seemed like five years. And what I mean by that is I did so much in that 12 months that it felt like five years. I had ridden my bicycle across America in seven weeks. And can you imagine? I mean, the, the, the amount of memories and camaraderie with the team that I did that with was just so much fun. And then jumped into a presidential political campaign and basically lived in a car in a bunch of the swing states giving surrogate speeches for a presidential candidate at the time. Had a blast. I mean, just met so many people, had so much fun. We're keeping in touch with so many people. And I realized, wait a second, you know, time that you spend sitting on the couch watching TV doesn't count. It's almost like if you look back at a year, the time that we aren't having an experience or doing something evaporates. And what we actually remember are, you know, skinny dipping. And we remember taking the kids to Disney World. And we remember the trips that we took. And we remember the dinners that we hosted and the surprise party that we threw. And, you know, we remember things because we, we initiated some sort of event that created a memory in our mind. And the more memories that you collect over a year the longer that year seems and the more enjoyable it seems too. So when I say have a bucket list for this year, the three things that you're going to do, what are the three things that you could do this year that would make it really memorable? Mine is kind of an easy list. It's not super, super creative, but we are taking Emily, my daughter, to Disney World. She's 16 months old, so she's not going to remember any of it. But we're also doing that for Betsy's 10-year-old little sister, and that's really who we're taking to Disney World. But Betsy and I are going to go to Disney World, and we're bringing Emily, and we're bringing her little sister, and it's going to be pretty great. Next, we're, we're going to try to do this. We're going to try to spend the summer in London. We, we, we had intended to spend... December in London, and we had to back out because scheduling conflicts uh, prevented us from doing that. We're going to try to get over there this summer. And really, the reason is go live in a tiny little apartment somewhere where you don't have any of the crutches or distractions that are here in Nashville and kind of regroup and unite as a family, which I hope to be able to do that every year, every couple of years. And the third thing I want to do in 2023 is I want to finish a book, which I've done for the past three years. I've finished a book every year, and I want to finish one this year. If those three things happen, this was a heck of a fun year. So for you, what are the three things that you could put in a bucket list that would make this an amazing year? We all have bad habits, and bad habits tend to find their way into your business, too. How often do you email clients at who knows what o'clock? or spend way too much time and money on legacy software that was cutting edge when dial-up was still a thing. Finally, break those bad habits with HubSpot's all-in-one connected CRM platform. It makes it so easy to connect your team's data and systems so you can connect with your customers. Best of all, it's free to get started. Right now, you can get 20% off eligible plans by going to HubSpot.com slash business made simple. If you need a CRM, if you need to do this, go to HubSpot.com slash business made simple. Let HubSpot help you break out of your bad business habits so your business is positioned to grow in 2023. Make it happen today.
And now back to the show. There's one more question. What are three things that you're not going to do? What are three things that you're not going to do? Because it's not enough to just do things. There have to be sort of boundaries and commitments and anchoring values that say, I am not a person who does this, at least for this year. It might be something like, I'm not going to sleep in this year, or I'm not going to skip a workout. It might be something like, I'm not going to increase debt this year. Whatever it is, what are three boundaries where you just say, that is off the list? That's not going to happen from January 1, 2023 to January 1, 2024. You've got a much, much better shot at having the best year you've ever had if you actually do these three things. Do your job, tackle a bucket list, and then commit to not doing three things. Lots of threes in there, but I like threes because we remember threes. We can prioritize three things. All right. I'm, I'm super excited for you. And at the end of every episode, I give you a plan of action from today's coaching conversation. These are the main takeaways you can immediately implement to strengthen and grow your business and yourself. Today's plan of action is this. I want you to grab a sheet of paper, play back this episode and write out your answers and post them as your plan for the year. Get out your journal, get out your moleskin, get out one of those 27 moleskins that you bought because you just thought if you bought a red one, you would actually use it. Well, you can, <laughs> I'm speaking for a friend. Okay, but if you grab that moleskin and you actually write this stuff down, you're going to get a lot more done this year. You're actually going to live it out. So take that first step and actually write out how you can do your job. That is write that short job description, right? Write that down. Write out your bucket list for the year and write out the three things that you are not going to do. Every, every good leader, every good person, every good character have these values. When I talk about writing out what you're not going to do, I'm really saying, are you going to stick to your values? What are your values? And how are you going to actually put those values in practice by talking about the stuff that you won't do? Then I want you to take it a step further. Sit with your friends, your family, and your team and talk about them. Get a group of people together sit around and, and read these to each other. And even if they haven't done the exercise, just say, hey, can I read you these things? Maybe having breakfast with some friends. Can I just show you these? This is what I'm, my plan is to have the best year ever. And they say, where did you get those? Just send them this podcast. It's totally free. How amazing would it be to share that information with a friend and then live it out? How amazing would it be to have the best year ever together, to actually do something together and be intentional about what your experience is going to be like this year. You're going to need some sort of optimistic outlook or some sort of plan because people are just going to get miserable. People love being victims. They love it. Victim energy is so freaking seductive. It is so seductive, right? Don't fall for it. You can have a fantastic year. As business owners, we, we do this stuff with, with our businesses. I mean, I, you know, Half of you guys have already created, you know, uh, your vision for 2023 and the reason that you're going to grow and all that kind of stuff. I hope you have. If you're if you listen to this podcast, we've certainly given you the tools to do it. We tend to minimize our lives, but it's going, friends. It's going fast, and we want to take advantage of every second we can. And you can't prolong or extend time. But I'm telling you, you can absolutely double and triple your perception of time. Life feels longer when you do more with it. When you do more with it, when you actually have more experiences, life feels longer. You talk about, you know, we're all trying to add years to our life by eating more pears and apples, right? You can actually add more time to your life, at least experientially. 
by having really fantastic experiences. Take what you wrote down and stick it up where you'll see it every day, and I promise you'll see a change for the better in the way that you're living your life. A change that I hope leads you to having your best year yet. All right, everybody. Thanks as always for listening to the Business Made Simple podcast, where we help you build your business like an airplane so you can fly far and fast. See you next week.